Welcome back to the Andrew Skiles Show. Today, I got my good buddy Nick Andrushek here. He is an ad PR major and a business and history minor from Middletown, New York. How's it going, Nick? Good. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on, buddy. So, let's just jump right into it. For ad PR, you're more on the public relations side of it. What, what does that mean? So, public relations is like managing the spread of information from either an individual or, or an organization to the public. And so you've taken multiple classes. I'm guessing that you and know by this point you're a technical junior standing, correct? Correct. What are those classes like? What are some of those classes? A lot of the IPR classes here at UNL are developing skills that you'll need in the industry, like learning the writing styles, learning how to use Adobe products that you'll use in the industry, um, ones that will help you with research, how to design certain things. It's, it's really all over the place. And so with those Adobe products, because we also have to learn those for broadcasting, is that Photoshop and all of those? Yeah, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, After Effects, the list goes on and on. What do you think of those? They're difficult to get the hang of. They um, are difficult. I think Illustrator is probably the easiest for me, just because really? it's, it's fun to play around with. There's so many more options, I feel like. See, I think for me it's your Audition or After Effects. I just cannot get the hang of After Effects for it's, the life of me. See, I guess, well, we took a class for After Effects. You guys take any classes like that where you kind of learn about how to use them? Yeah, we have a whole modules system that we take right now yeah, that so, teaches us this. Yeah, I wanted to go into this. So when I came to journalism college a few years ago, um, we had two classes we took, not the module system. Now you have the module system. What is the module system? It's a list of like five classes and each one is increasing difficulty that gives you little projects using all the different Adobe products that show you how to use them correctly. So the first one is JOMC 130, and it's kind of like the introduction class where they get you familiar with some of the equipment that you'll use, like cameras, video cameras. They'll get you to download all the Adobe products. And then you go up to like 131 where it'll be like photo one, video one. And it's just like really simple product projects with cameras and stuff like that and like layout on um, InDesign and then as you go all the way up 132 133 they just get harder and then 134 JOMC 134 the whole class is a group project throughout the semester where you create this multi multimedia website over anything you want for the most part so you get together with your group you decide what you want to do and just the whole semester you're researching and collecting data and at the end, you have to put it all together and have this long presentation in front of professors and like advisors. It, for mine, the uh, the dean of the J school was there watching me present, and she was part of my project, so she had to sit there and watch as I had an interview with her. And what was your project? My group focused on Gary Keppel's life. He's a professor here at the J school. He yep, I have a class with him right now. Yeah, past dean of the J school. He was one of the pioneers of online news mm-hmm. kind of so we thought that was cool so we went we had about half hour interview with him we from there we kind of found all the uh, the people that he hired and talked to them and then we talked to um what's her name i'm sorry the dean of the j school jill spader no i know you're talking about yeah so we took all those together we took pictures all around campus and anderson hall put them all together on this website and just Probably the last two weeks were just us working on this website, getting the wording right, getting the links to work, getting everything together. And um, 
by the end it was like this big packed room where we had to stand up in front of everybody and just go through all the work that we did the whole semester on and then get critiqued on it. So all the work that we did mm-hmm. pretty much just torn apart by, I mean, everybody I mean, gets torn apart, but yeah, it's part yeah. of the class. It's constructive criticism. That's actually really cool. I like how it's, it's built to teach you as you go on where ours, the way I felt with ours is that we got two classes. Are these one credit hour or three, hour, three credit hour classes? Um, 130 zero, 131 through 133 is one, and then 134 is two or three. Okay, so yeah, so we had two classes that were three credit hour classes, and pretty much you just, we were thrown so much different Adobe projects and stuff like that, that half the time you learned about, say, InDesign for the first half of the course, and then the second half you learned about Photoshop or whatever. And it was, it was difficult because it was so fast paced mm-hmm. and, and it was over a semester. And so I, I like that they're doing these ones where you get that whole semester for InDesign. You get that whole semester for Photoshop in different ways, which would be nice to learn. I feel like you'd be coming out of it maybe a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish I had that, honestly. It's nice. The, uh, the way they do it is for each project, they give you two weeks to submit it. So after one week you present it to the class and they'll give you advice on what to change. And then the next week you submit it. But then for the whole semester, you have the opportunity to change your project and resubmit it. So even though you're done with the projects early, you have that whole semester to learn the software better and just keep getting a better and better grade until you have what you're satisfied with. Oh, so you could, you could go in there. So you get a C, you could go in there and be like, Hey, I'm going to go learn these different aspects of Photoshop and then I'm going to apply it. Yeah, and I actually had to do like do that sometimes. Like I'd submit it, and I'd get like an eighty or something on it, mm-hmm. and I would just spend like the next week practicing on my own time on like Photoshop, and then I'd resubmit and get ninety five or whatever grade. Well, you know what people don't realize? People think that Photoshop's so easy, and that all these pictures are Photoshopped. It's hard as hell. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning more with these Adobe products, and I've been doing it for two years now. And and the people who can make those pictures look realistic incredible yeah and, I, and and not everyone's like that. i can't even come close to that. yeah like like no 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 one's even close to that okay so let's kind of go into some of the classes you've taken for ad pr all right so everybody's heard of ad pr 151 and jmc 101 they're kind of like the intro classes into the journalism college yeah, everyone has to take jmc 101 yeah uh jmc 101 let me say awful yeah, it's brutal. I think we were in that it class is taught together. By, it, we were. It, it is taught by Gary. It is. When we took it, It the whole class, there was no electronics. So mm-hmm. sit down and take handwritten notes. There was no attendance points. So you'd sit there for an hour and 15 minutes taking notes on your hand with 100 other kids learning boring material. Yeah, it was kind of like the, if I remember right, it was kind of like the history of journalism in a way. Yeah, principles of mass media. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, no offense to anyone taking it, but it was just dull. <laughs> Very. But I, I think, I think the problem is that that's just kind of how auditorium classes are. Yeah. Um, they recently, and I just heard this, had a switch to that class. So it's no longer Gary. It's Kelly Britton, who is this younger, very outgoing, outspoken professor here. And from what I've heard, she's making the class a lot more bearable. Huh. Well, cause I, I actually have a class right now with Gary and it's, uh, global mass media and 
I like him. I love him as a teacher. He's a really cool dude. And the thing I like about, I think I like the smaller class size. I've always preferred smaller class size, but when, when you can kind of deal with teachers one-on-one, especially in the journalism college, they're, they're completely different. You know, it's hard to be engaging with an auditorium type class. Yeah. It's almost impossible. And so I almost feel like what they should do with one-on-one is almost make it more like the modules Mm -hmm. where, Maybe it's a one credit hour class. I mean, it'd be pretty, it'd be pretty brutal to yeah, have that, that just be one credit hour class. Not even worth it at that point. Um, but just split it up. So it's maybe at the auditorium here on, at the journalism college because there's just so many people in that class and it, it was brutal. I, it was it was hard. All right, so keep going. Yeah, and then uh, actually when I took the one-on-one class, I think it was right before that I had the AdPR 151 class and they were in the same room. So, mm-hmm. oh. so two and a half, a little over two and a half hours every Tuesday, Thursday, whatever it was. I was in the same room, tons of people learning pretty much the same ish stuff, the intro stuff. You know, you, you make that problem once you, you, you make that mistake one time. I did that my first semester freshman year. I thought I was scheduling the classes and I was like, Hmm, I could have three classes on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all back to back starting at 8am and I won't have to leave that room and then I'll just be done. Yeah, that is the worst thing you could do. After the second week, it was awful. <laughs> like it, I I feel bad for whoever does that. Everyone has to learn it though, and I can only imagine sitting through two of those. How just boring that was. Yeah, I uh, I definitely learned my lesson with that one. And then uh, so going into some of the other classes I've taken, some of my favorites so far have been ADPR two twenty one, which is strategic writing. That whole class was introducing the writing styles used in like the advertising in the public relations industry, introducing that to us. So I learned how to do news releases, newsletters, fundraising letters, newspapers, magazines, everything. And then at the end of the class, she had us take everything we did and make a portfolio on a website, mm-hmm. which was actually really cool because at, at first I thought, oh, it's just another project. Yeah. But by the time I was done with it, I was like, wow, like I can use this for employers. I can use this for other stuff. Oh yeah. That's, that's super nice. Yeah. So, and, and you got a grade for it too, for just doing something that's going to help you. Exactly. So I will be using that in the future <laughs> and I will be adding to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one of my favorite classes so far has been ADPR 283, which is like strategic development. The way that class worked was another big group project class throughout the whole semester. So there was about four or five of us. And I guess each class has a different topic. So our, my whole class had music streaming and each group had a different um, streaming website or app. So my group had Spotify and we spent the entire semester researching demographics, psychographics, everything imaginable about who would use Spotify. We ended up, because we had to do a whole campaign on them, we thought it'd be fun to do the older generations, like 45 to 54, because they don't, they don't stream music often. Middle-aged. Yeah, turned out to be quite difficult to try and find a way to get them to listen to music online. So we had to do interviews with people that age. We had to send out surveys to people that age. And by the time we were done collecting our data, we made a half-hour presentation on PowerPoint and presented it to the class. We ended up doing pretty good. I think we had like a 90-something in it. But it was one of those classes where I definitely learned skills that I'll use in the real world and, mm-hmm. and when I get a job doing something like advertising. Well, yeah, especially because if you think about it, that's not their target audience. And so you have the option to take maybe more of a challenge to learn what are some ways that we can try and attract 
this age of people, you, you can now take that with you and you're not always going to be given a perfect audience or whatever by the client. And so now that you have the skills of dealing with a more challenging aspect, you can definitely take that with you. Yeah. Um, definitely worth it though. Choosing a more difficult audience because it, it did help us learn more like you were saying. And, um, I'll use that in the future, the, the skills that I learned. Oh, definitely. And then um, recently I took a, what's it called? It was Ad PR 391 PR Principles, which is a special topics class. If you don't know, the way that special topics class works is there are classes that aren't full classes quite yet. Did you cut that off? No, oh, sorry. So it's, uh, classes that aren't full classes yet. So each semester the class rotates topics until it becomes a full class. So when I took it, it was PR principles, which was a more in-depth jump into public relations. I got to learn all the different branches of public relations. I got to learn about professionals throughout history that did public relations and stuff like that. I didn't realize that there was different branches. Oh yeah, there's like fundraising, um, crisis management, community relations. It just, it goes on and on because everybody needs PR. I think it was Bill Gates that said, like, if he had $1 left, he would use it on public relations. Well, I, I, I mean, it's definitely something that every business definitely needs. So with the journalism college, do they kind of say, hey, you want to be, um, what, was it, adver- what was it, advertising? What, what was one of the ones you said? What do you mean? For, so for public relations, like, do you, do people kind of go to like a certain aspect of like branch of public relations or is everyone kind of just learn the same stuff? Everybody learns the same stuff, but you definitely choose which one you want to do because mm-hmm. they're not long enough topics for a whole class. So they'll teach you all of them in one, but then you can definitely start leaning towards one or the other. Like I'll be doing uh, community relations for sure. That's what I'm interested in. Okay. And so you just kind of take the skills you learn in the journalism school with you. Yeah. Apply them to the real world. I, um, I actually got an internship in uh, in Denver this upcoming summer. Hometown, your hometown, pretty yep. close. Um, so I, the technical title is public information for Kiwit, the construction company. But if you go and look at the details of the job, it's community relations for over in Denver. I don't know if you've seen they're widening a highway like C seventy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, all of them. All, yeah, all of them. So I'll be kind of the voice between the company and the community. So I'll be having to do like community outreach and organizing events and stuff like that. Just getting people less angry at the fact that there's construction 24 seven. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be tough as well. Have you, have you ever thought about dealing with public outrage? I mean, obviously you're, you're probably taught about that, but that's gotta be slightly intimidating. You can always think that you're ready, but as soon as you're thrown into it, I'm sure it's going to be. Oh yeah. I I could definitely see that. I bet it's whatever you prepare for. It's not even close. Yeah. So we'll, uh, it's one of those things where you can never expect what's going to happen. You can never prepare because there's always going to be something that you didn't think would happen happening. Yeah. And so are you going to get like training on, I'm guessing you're probably going to have some type of training before you start or. Yeah. I, my orientation is like May 21st. So I'll be in Denver and they'll, I'm assuming they won't let me do anything too major until they, uh, they help me out. Yeah. I bet, I bet you'll go through at least a bit of the summer. So with that internship, do you know anything else really about it or. It's kind of just waiting to find out more about it later on. Not a whole lot. I actually found out that I'm the first ever public information intern for Kiwit. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of the trailblazer on that one. 
I have been in contact with like HR and the company in the district over, they call it Central over in Denver. Mm-hmm. They've been kind of giving me ideas on what I'll be doing, but since I am the first one doing it, I think we're all learning as we go. Yeah. It'll, it'll be definitely like a learning curve, I think. Yeah. And then you're going to do that till what, end of July? Early probably August, like, maybe? Probably like mid-August, yeah. Right up until class starts. They'll actually have me on the, the site they told me, so I had to go out and buy my first pair of steel toe boots. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a uh, milestone in my life, buying steel toe so boots. So you're not just an office guy? No. Is is that normal with PR? Does PR normally come out? Do you know, I guess? Is there mm-hmm. a way I should say that? It'll depend on the branch of PR, but they definitely do make press releases often while they'll, they'll leave the office and, and go to where they need to go and, and do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more of a case-by-case basis. Nice. So let's transition to your minor. You have a minor in business and history. Correct. So business, what's, what's up with that? The reason I'm a business minor mainly is because I, I was told I needed a minor, and I was like, well, everybody needs a little business. Everyone needs life. some business at one yeah. point. It's not bad. It, the classes aren't easy, but they're kind of the intro classes for business. So mm-hmm. like easy economics, easy accounting, stuff like that. So I'm making my way through it. I think I have two more after the semester before I'm done with the minor. But I've definitely learned a lot. I've learned how to like balance books and all that, which will probably help me in my real life. I'm not yeah, sure yet. I think so. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting one because... I didn't really know a lot about the business world until I took the minor mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff sounded like common sense while I was learning it, but I had no idea until I learned it. Yeah. You know, honestly, hindsight, I actually switched over from business admin, business administration, I should say, um, after my freshman year. And I kind of wish I would kind of kept a business minor just cause I think it's something that would be good. I didn't want to major in it, but I definitely see why you have it. And I think it will help you going into the future with it. It's one of those minors where I feel like every person who's not a business major has the business minor almost because everyone I talk to that's engineering or in the J school is all like, yeah, I'm working on my business minor. So yeah, I mean, a lot of people also take them because it'll help with electives. And, and the thing I've noticed about the business one is you can knock off a few different electives with business. Yeah. And, and that's doing that with both my minors. They're both helping me get through my, uh, my degree audit. So what were some of the business classes you had to take? I mean, you talked about a few, but. So the last one that I took was marketing, which is probably my favorite so far because it's so closely related to advertising. Yeah, I feel like there would be a lot of overlap. It, there was, which was nice for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an intro marketing class. So it was very beginner stuff. So I was just barely studying, honestly, for the tests and I would just tear through them. Mm-hmm. And then right now I'm taking business law online, which is honestly still, I have no idea what it is. Like my yeah. first assignment was writing a paper on a case brief, which had nothing to do with business. Have so. you taken mass media law here yet? No. You see, you'll probably take it next year. Probably. Yeah. What is, is that it's, in the J school? Yeah, it's in the J school and it's, uh, it's a brutal one. It's, is that the one that you're taking with Gary Kebler right now? No, no, no. That's, that's cool. Mass media business or uh, mass media law you kind of learn about the laws and stuff like that in the journalism school or journalism as a whole. And you get tested on different cases and stuff like that. And so my buddy took it last year and he also took the business law one because he's, he has a a business minor and he said there was a lot of kind of similarities. I mean, obviously it was going to be different 
laws for journalism compared to laws for business. But he said that it was, it was a challenging course, the business law one. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were trying to shoot a broadcasting project last semester and he couldn't make it because he was studying for some business law test. And he said it, he said it was pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, my first test is coming up. So you're scaring me a little bit, but <laughs> I mean, you'll do well. He said you just have to study a lot. Yeah. I just got done last week with my first paper for it. I had to write all about this case that I'd never heard of that had nothing to do with the business. And I, as I was writing, I was like, what class am I taking? <laughs> like, why is this part of the minor? Law's tough. I mean, I, I, when I was taking that mass media law class, I knew right then, I mean, I never thought I was gonna be a lawyer, but I knew right then I can scratch that one off the list. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Did you did you ever take ma uh, microeconomics? The economics class that I took for the minor was both macro and micro. Oh, the so they one. combined them. Yeah, so that was, it didn't make it easy since I had to learn both, mm -hmm. but it was nicer than taking two different classes. Yeah, because I took, I took AP macroeconomics in high school, and okay. then I took microeconomics here. And they're very different, obviously, but it was challenging. It was, it was a hard course. And I remember how it was set up for us at least was there was no homework. There was no test or no quizzes. There was three tests. Yikes. And, and that was your whole grade. And that was your whole grade. Oh man. Those, the classes like that are just the absolute worst. Is is it like that a lot in the business school? Is it, is I actually know a lot of the business minor classes that I've taken have attendance points. They have homework points, extra credit opportunities. And the tests, they're a big factor, but not grade-breaking if you tank one of them. Mm -hmm. That's nice, because I just remember that's, that was actually one of the last classes I took in the business college. And that's when I knew I was, I was out. Yeah, <laughs> head on over to the J school <laughs> yeah. like the rest of us. So, your history minor, I also have a history minor. How are you, uh, how are you doing in that? You about done? I, yeah, I'm actually taking one last one. I'm taking World War II history right now. Do you like it? No. Um, so I started out, my first history class I took was, I can't remember what the number was, but it was, um, modern crime mm -hmm. and it was like professor Garza and it was incredible. It was like just watching these old gangster movies, the whole class. And I was like, Oh, if all these history classes are like this, I am set. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. I got in my next one, which was like American civil war. And I took it online and the entire grade was just writing papers and, it was one a week, and I just could not keep up. I, I will say that that um, I do I don't mind online classes. I don't know about you. History online classes are a lot different, though. Yeah, they, it, there's just something about them that you just need to be in that class two times a week or three times a week, hearing a lecture, taking notes on a lecture, because it's challenging to sit down there and force yourself to take notes over a lecture. Because if you don't your grade will show that in mm -hmm. history, especially. Yeah. And so I've taken a few history online ones and granted some are different than others based off professors or based off how the curriculum, but I definitely preferred being in a class. Yeah. For them. I've only taken that one history class online and I definitely wish it was in a classroom because there's just so many names and dates and places that you need to use on your papers and tests. Yeah. That you just don't absorb the same way online. Well, I, I, you know, what I found myself doing is I have the way my schedule is, is I have Monday, Wednesday, Fridays off. And so I spend half my day on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, taking notes, studying for this World War II class I have, because you can take three quizzes a week, like retake the same quiz a week. And 
I spend those times like I would have been in class anyway. So I might as well just like not done the online one and just have the class. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. Because then you can, you, plus in person, you can talk to the professor if you need help. Exactly. They see you in the class. They know you're trying. Once it's mm-hmm. online, you lose that connection with the professor. Yeah, definitely online. You can be like, yeah, I, I had a bad test grade or yeah, I had a bad quiz grade. I should have studied more or something like that. But they're not seeing you all the time. It's like you probably just didn't study. You're just trying to like yeah. pull one past me. And and you were spot on with the whole history online classes being different because I've taken a few other online classes and they've been easy enough. But as soon as I got to this Civil War online class, just lost all connection to it and could yeah. not get through. And I almost wonder if it's maybe because of the war type classes because mm-hmm. wars i mean there's there's so much about them especially the civil war and world war Two, that may, maybe it shouldn't even be an online class you know like yeah. i understand there's some people for distance online and and that's the only way that they can get um a grade at unl or whatever yeah but maybe those classes just aren't fit for online yeah i'm taking another history class right now it's like war from 1917 or something like that oh i took that did you have it with a guy that wears a hawaiian every day uh yeah he looks like santa yeah a little bit yeah um (laughs) so i'm taking that right now and it's definitely nice to be there when he's giving out these dates and names oh yeah there's especially from 1917 there's just so much information i can't even imagine taking that one online and his class if if you're not there you miss so much yeah he goes right from the start right to the end yep every single there, there is there will not i can guarantee you right now there will be not one day that either he calls class or he ends class early last week when it was like feels like negative 20 with the wind or whatever he showed up in his hawaiian like every day every day yeah and I, re- I respect him for it it's an interesting choice in apparel it's kind of it's kind of cool i mean you went through your hawaiian phase i did have a hawaiian phase at one point so how how much left do you have of your minors for business and history? For business, I have two classes left, finance and marketing or management. And then for my history class, I think I just need one more upper level history class and just one any history class. So I'm about done. So upper level, that's 300 plus? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's not bad. It isn't. So I, you'll take one of each next semesters? Are you gonna, you're probably not going to take any summer classes. No, I won't be taking summer classes, but I talked to my advisor and I'm on track to graduate on time. She got it all laid out for me. Nice. I know when I'm taking all my classes. Nice. You got one year left. Yeah. You excited for finance? No. <laughs> <laughs> I I heard that that was one of the harder business finance yeah, classes. Yeah, because wasn't that, uh, wasn't Spencer like taking that one time or Wagner or someone? And maybe it was someone else, but I just remember hearing how it's a lot. Yeah, I my main point of contact is James. You know James? Okay. Because he went through the whole business minor before me, so mm-hmm. I'll always go to him for help. And usually when I come to him for help, he's like, oh, yeah, this is easy. Let me show you. And then I was like, I'm taking finance next fall. He's like, you are screwed. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Oh, you're going to take it in the fall? Yeah. Not in the spring? No. Football season, man, that's, that's risky. <laughs> I... uh I definitely think I'm going to pay more attention to class and football, <laughs> but we'll see if I can balance the two. Yeah, we'll see. Well, Nick, thanks so much for coming on the show today. It was awesome having you here. Learn more a, about uh, the PR side of ad PR and business minors and history minors. Yeah, it was a good talk. Thanks for having me. That's it for today, folks. You've been listening to The Andrew Skiles Show. Have a good one.